All right, we are rolling, Sarah. Back, back again. Sarah's back in the hot seat here. I must work too much because you always have to get fill-ins for me, but you're just always around. Well, I just know that just means that I'm committed to this. Oh, wrong. And or uh, I just, no matter what, I just make sure, make it happen. Yeah. So. Okay. All um, the glory uh, goes to Miles. Yeah. So thank you for the praise, Sarah. You're welcome. (laughs) And guys, welcome back to another episode of Raging Workaholics. Presented by Simple Lawn Solutions. I'm going to be honest, Sarah. It was negative 20 yesterday. <laughs> I know. I like to just close my eyes and think about the uh, four months, four or five months from now when my lawn is green and luscious uh-huh. from all the Simple Lawn products that I've been using on it. Yeah. And just lay in it and roll around, get a little itchy, you yep. know, mm-hmm. from rolling in the grass. Um, but- Tough to see the light at the end of the tunnel of winter. It is tough right uh, now. With the negative 20. I brought my garbage to the curb this morning and I like was outside for 30 seconds and I was like, I am like, I I can't be out here much longer. I'm going to get frostbite. Yep. (laughs) Did you do it in your t-shirt and shorts? No. Okay. Uh, But all I'm thinking about is I can't wait to get back to my lawn when it's warm out. Hooking up the Simple Lawn Solutions to the hose, spraying it on, sitting there admiring it with an ice cold beer. Right now, if you had ice cold beer in your hand outside, it would just freeze to your hand. (laughs) Immediately, yes. Um, So, guys, if you you are thinking about that like I am, it's right around the corner. So, go to SimpleLawnSolutions.com. Get prepped. Get ready for spring. Um, They're going to have all the lawn foods and fertilizers that you're going to need to get that thing rolling right away when the snow comes off. So again, head to simpleonsolutions.com and uh, we'll see you in the spring. Yep. All right, Sarah, big moment in our company yesterday. Yeah, I heard. Uh, We had a couple guys that I never met before come in and tell us that we are going to have health benefits now. Look at you. Um, So... Well, so have the, you told them about the other benefits you're going to offer or not yet? The 401k match? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. So we decided here, you betcha, it was time. You're going to be a big boy company. <sighs> We're, I'm going full corporate on the world. <laughs> uh, we have an IT department now. <laughs> uh, we just have one guy, but uh, we now have health benefits and financial benefits. Mm-hmm. We have benefits. Benefits. Uh, here at You Betcha. Really not a tough decision to make. Right. But in the sense of like, but we're also like lucky enough to be able to feel like we can afford it. Correct. Um, now the question is, is so I've talked, I actually talked to someone who um, a little bit older had a business that probably bet- always between five and 10 employees. Uh-huh. Um, more of a retail store. And she was like, without a doubt, as soon as you can, you offer benefits to your employees. Like, (laughs) I don't even care if you're not even going to make money on it or make money as a company. You should still have benefits for your employees, this and that. And I was Uh like, okay, well, all right. I understand. Uh It's a great thing to have for your employees. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I started thinking, the skeptic that I am, Yeah. do you have to do employee benefits for your employees 
and or how does it shake out? Right. What do you think, Sarah? I don't think you have to, especially when you're a small business or just starting out. Because um, there's no, when you're under a certain number of employees, there's no re- legal requirement. It's 50 for health insurance. So in order to ha- legally be required to offer health health insurance, yep. you, you have to have under f- you have to have over 50. Yep. So if you have 50 FTEs, full-time equivalents, then you have to offer the benefit to all if you offer. So do you offer benefits to your employees right now? Yep. We did in 2021 is when we chose to make that shift. And it made, uh, part of it had to do with me selfishly. My Cobra was expiring with my prior employer. So I had to figure out whether I was going to go independent or just offer the benefit Yeah. Um, after being in business for 18 months. So, yeah, that was much faster than we did. Mm-hmm. Um, we also kind of have been more aggressive at scaling up air quotes, scaling up uh-huh. in sense of like trying to hire more employees probably than the pace that you're at. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we needed, I want, cause we talked about it for 2021 of yep. should we do it or should we wait? Yep. And we ultimately decided to wait because I knew I wanted to hire a bunch of people and make sure that we had cash and or the right financial situation to be able to keep hiring people. Yeah. To pay payroll first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to make sure that we're not paying the benefit before we're paying the actual payroll. Yes. Um, <laughs> But we did feel at the end of this year that it was time. Um, so I'm on, I was on a different timeline than you guys were. Mm-hmm. Um, question for Ben. As an employee, um, what do you, what, what's kind of like the consensus on having benefits? Like, because some people act like it's like the biggest deal in the world to them. Other people are like, yeah, I can take it or leave it. Like, mm-hmm. How do you feel about benefits and, and all that? Um, for me, they're nice to have, but it's not the end-all be-all if a job doesn't have them right away. Like, if if that was the case for me, I wouldn't have agreed to work here when I first did because there wasn't the benefits at that point like yep. that. Right. Um, but it is definitely a bonus to have them because then it feels like the company is invested in your well-being even more than it already seems like it was. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how I felt, too, is like, like, hey, we're kind of in this for the long haul now. We're not just right. paying your salary and then this and that. It's like, all right, we want to, you know, do some longer planning, especially with the 401k thing. Yep. Um, which, again, the 401k match and how it all works. Like, I'm so glad that I have Sarah because <laughs> I was like, yeah, that sounds good, man. Yeah, yeah sure. It was, it was 401k. Funny <laughs> Yeah. I, what does that actually mean? You feel I know way, it's ben? important, yeah. and I should probably have one. But I know you want one. <laughs> I got one, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, so with the health insurance, it, what's interesting? So when you talk about timing and stuff, it really kind of depends on your workforce. So having you guys have a young workforce. My workforce is actually pretty young as well. Um, the, but there's there, but there maybe yours is, I'm not sure. Most of mine are getting out of this space. So you can be on your parents' health plan until you're 26. Yeah. So if you're have a employee, like, so bar and restaurant usually employs people from 18 to let's just say 25, if you wanted to do average age in there. So if you're in that 
industry and or have that type of workforce and think, oh, I, I can't afford to offer health benefits. Sometimes you can because most people who are still on their parents aren't going to say, oh, yeah, I'll pay for it now because I get it offered to me yeah. and I'll take that burden off of my parents. Most kids are not going to say they're right. I'm calling yeah. them kids. They're adults. Young no, adults. they're kids. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't yeah. going to say, hey, yeah, I'll pay a couple hundred bucks a month to have health insurance when mom and dad are already doing it. So uh, when you're making the decision as an employer, take that into consideration as well as it might sound scary if I have 50 people who potentially would qualify. But if they're in that age range, they probably won't take the benefit. Right. Um, I also one thing just as like a business owner Mm -hmm. and people looking for jobs, I think it's a competitive advantage. You know, I think if it's like, oh, the salary is blank Mm -hmm. and but it also has benefits like uh i think that that is a competitive advantage to why you'd want to work there yeah i mean obviously like he says you like ben said like it's not necessarily going to be the end all be all but it definitely helps your cause Mm -hmm. you know it's i look at where (laughs) we're trying to hire uh you know if we're trying to hire a warehouse worker to, to help with the merch yeah I go on the job site and I look and we got a new Amazon facility in Fargo Mm -hmm. and they're offering $23 an hour starting plus benefits plus $5,000 sign on bonus. I'm like, how am I going to compete with Amazon? Yeah. You know? So it's also something to think about too. Like if you are having, if you're struggling trying to find like, good hires and all that stuff. We've been lucky because I think we're in a different situation where there's a little bit added like, ah, it's kind of a cool place to work because there's not a ton of workplaces that do just internet content. Right. So we got lucky there, Mm -hmm. but warehouse, not necessarily the same. So we've kind of had to like be a little bit more competitive there. Mm -hmm. But if you're thinking, well, what's all of the benefits of offering benefits? um, I think that, Kind of like Ben said, I think it the employees feel a little bit like seen. Like yep. okay, they they recognize our needs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that one. It's also like I started asking people in the office, like, "Oh, we're gonna be offering benefits. Like, what's your current situation on that? If you don't mind me asking." And they're like, "Well, I just don't have health insurance." <laughs> and I was just like. Oh my God. I didn't realize how many people at the office like just didn't have anything. So like I was one of them. Yeah. yeah. Young young adults again. Yeah. yeah. I just was like, holy okay. <laughs> Um so they're like, I'm not the tri- s- in childbearing age or whatever. So no. I'm not gonna have babies, so <laughs> I don't need it. You're gonna try not to break an arm, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're going ice fishing next this weekend, so good thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not quite there, so you better be careful. Yeah. Well, we uh somehow a skateboard ended up in the office one day, oh, one week. Oh boy. Yeah. And uh, that's okay. That'll get covered under worker and Scott. No, I was saying I could tell which employees had health insurance and not because they were doing the risky stuff. And everyone else was like staying back. Guys, I got insurance. I can do the tricks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that that's like just like knowing that your employees are not screwed if they get in a car accident or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, and here in Minnesota and North Dakota, we have uh, you could slip on the ice and break something. So uh, you you break your hip. Could break. You're getting the age where breaking the hip could be fatal for you, Sarah. Miles, you're not that much younger than me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, so it would, and it would actually be a big deal if I broke my hip because I got stuff to do. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. breaking a hip is not something that anyone takes it's lightly. never a good experience. <laughs> I would guess. Um, so I think those are both a couple benefits to having benefits. Yeah. Um, and then the competitive advantage when you're hiring and mm-hmm. um, and all of that stuff. Is there any other benefits? Benefits to benefits? Yeah. Um, so let, let's just run through the benefits you can offer. So health insurance and 401k are usually the most like flexible as far as, hey, the health insurance is at 100 percent paid by the employer. Do I have to participate as the employee or it can because they can look 100 different ways. Like so some organizations to attract um, high talent will do 100 percent family coverage paid. Like that's a big deal because that's literally could be two thousand to three thousand dollars per month in premium. So that's a thirty. Twenty-four to $36,000 per year benefit, right? Um, so it does matter in that. And then the 401k, you can be flexible in that too. So you could do a kind of a the standard 3% match or you could do more, right? Or you could be for every half a percent or every quarter percent you put in, I'll, or every 1% you put in, we'll put in a quarter or whatever. But I think what those things do, and then you can do vesting and non-vesting. So there's, like you said, a thousand options. But you can be in those two particularly, you can be more, you can use it as a competitive, depending on who you're trying to attract and what's important to that age demographic or or demographic period. And then there's also short-term disability, long-term disability, health insurance, there's flexible spending plans. Um, and then besides all the, those are all financial or, you know, like more like insurance benefits. But the benefits to work at You Betcha are unwritten oh, and amazing, wow. right? Okay. Yes. So, like uh, the snack, snack bar, cupper, uh, the free beer, the rock stars everywhere, whatever. Uh, free the- snacks may be bigger than the health insurance, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Because, yeah. yeah, yeah, I get that. Or like a bar restaurant, they do, you know, whether it's a meal and a beer for every shift you work or whatever it is. Yep. That stuff matters, and that stuff adds up to the employer and to the employee. Um, what it was uh, with one of my clients who is in that industry when um, the team, the the back of the house team, was not falling in line or whatever, they took away that benefit and. <laughs> And she's like, that was the worst thing ever is to take away their their shift beer that they got, which to the organization is like three dollars. Right. So it's just interesting. Less than that. Right. Like it's like 50 depending on the type of beer that they drink. That is true. That is true. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll just have that keg over there. Just give me the keg for my shifter. The uh, the foosball table here, you bet you, is still in the mail. I don't know where it is. It's supposed to show up. <laughs> that was going to be the other benefit. I think that, isn't that what uh, people who don't want to pay you say? It's in the mail. Yeah, it is. So Yeah, you guys' benefits are also in the mail, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. just keep checking. Do, do, do you need my address or anything? Or? Uh, it's been, you know, they're still catching up after holiday season. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Unwritten benefits, baby. That's what I, yeah, I should let's have pitched that. Yeah. Guys, you know, we're going to do benefits this year. And I'm just going to point out, we've actually been doing benefits and they're all unwritten. And that's all you're getting. You should. Since your, head, since your head's so big and you think you're so cool and all that stuff, you should, when you do interview people, you should be like, 
and you give them like, here's the offer and then add like every, so they get what, five minutes with you a month or something. And normally you would charge like five grand for that. By the way, the benefit that you get by having uh, a conversation with me is worth $5,000 a month or 60 grand a year. You're welcome. Yeah. You imagine if my rate was actually $5,000 for five minutes, $1,000 a minute. Yeah. It's not. I wouldn't need to do this podcast if that was the case. No. Oh, I thought, well, I do your financials. I should probably know that. Yeah. Okay. It's not $5,000 a minute for all you listeners. I was just trying to. I don't have a rate, Sarah. Yeah. I just, I just wake up on. and I just live life. You know? Jeez. So what are some of your, so you have snack cupboard, you have drinks, what are, a foosball table that is in the Unlimited mail. vacation time. Yep. Yep. Yeah. PTO is a big thing. Well, it's actually funny before we came up here. It's wild what happens when you don't have any rules. Yeah. So. In good or bad? Good. Yeah. So like humans innately want to behave and do the right thing. Like, and yeah. And, uh, we kind of were giving Ryan shit for a while there because it was like, he seemed like he went on vacation like every month or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh-huh. And then whatever, we just haven't, and Lakin goes, it seems like Ryan hasn't gone on vacation in a while. Like what the heck? And then he like came out of his office to like defend himself. <laughs> and I didn't really say that. I was like, he's like, actually I'm going to South Carolina in a month or whatever. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, like sweet. And she's like, why are you going to South Carolina? Like you don't need another vacation, whatever. And like, <laughs> You know, like it should be me that's saying that, right. but it's like the <laughs> like self policing. Like, uh-huh. all right, well, you need to run it. Lakin's like, you need to run your vacation by me to make sure it's. Like, I'm like, this is an unbelievable world we're living in. <laughs> um, but I mean, and it's also one of those things. It's like, uh, you can work whatever hours you want to work as well. Yeah, um, flexible work schedule. Yeah, that's a you big can take benefit. lunch whenever you want. All that, mm-hmm. um, that's advantages to working at you betcha. I think that the flexible work schedule, um, if I th- can't remember what poll it was, so they pulled the U.S. workers like what's important to you now post pandemic or whatever, we're still in it. Um, but as far as like what's changed, because people now have experienced what work from home is, so they want that flexibility, whether it's in their work schedule or where they work and stuff, because now we've proven that it can be done remotely. So that's a huge benefit mm-hmm. if you have um, like the warehouse that's not possible, right? You can't fold T-shirts from home. You have to come to the office to do that. Well, I could send them homework home. You know? like, <laughs> take this box home. A truckload shows up to I their just apartment. say that my dog ate it. Yeah. Like yeah. That. yeah dog yeah. ate my homework. Yeah. Your dog ate 25 T-shirts. <laughs> yeah. You probably should bring them to the vet. Yeah. But yeah, that's another benefit is I know um, one of the. So we use our we use core counts in our organization. And one of the things that always is rated top is autonomy. Like we just allow people to do their work wherever they want to do it and however they want to do it. And um, a lot of my employees, parents remind them how spoiled they are um, working at our organization for those type of reasons. Yeah. Once in a while, I have to remind some of our employees how spoiled they are. (laughs) Yeah. Especially um, if it's their first job, they don't know any different. That is right? true. Like Jake, yeah. Sometimes, like I'm like, dude, you literally, you're, 
you've never had another job, so like you don't really understand no. what it's like, and like you can actually tell sometimes who's worked at another place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think. I think there's not enough people realizing some of the benefits at jobs like that. Like if you like, I really do think we should put on our job listing that we have unlimited vacation. Like, I don't know if we've done that in the Mm -hmm. past or not, Mm -hmm. but you know, you go down the list and it's health insurance, 401k match, um, flexible schedule, uh, unlimited vacation time, like scheduled time of miles, month pleasure. Sounds like uh, it's like starting to stack up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that's how um, you compete with the big dogs. There, yeah. average pay, but if you want to, if you want to run with the big dogs, you got to learn to pee in the tall grass. Yeah, hmm. <laughs> I've never heard that. Yeah, Miles that has used that a few different times on me, yeah. and I always have a, now a visual of little dogs peeing in tall grass. Yeah, it's a mess. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> okay. They're right? closer to the earth, so it's probably just fine. Yeah, maybe. But, I feel uh, like it, it hides the, the pee better if they're like a small dog. Yeah, Guys, you don't, don't even dissect know. this, okay? <laughs> you don't even know the dog's in the tall grass, <laughs> let alone pee. That is true. Yeah. Um, the Okay, let's play this. Okay. Okay. Um, you are an employee at a company X, right? And you... Are you you feel it would be awesome if you could get benefits and you kind of are like debating leaving the company for a company that offers benefits? How would you approach an employer to let him know him or her mm-hmm. to know that you that's something that's important to you? Mm-hmm. How would you do it? Uh, I think, you know, and because retention is so hot right now, like everybody, if you work at an organization, you are very valuable, um, unless you're not a good culture fit or something like that. But, um, if they want to keep you, I think just have that conversation and say, you know, this benefit is really important to me, whether it be health 401k or whatever. Um, I, I may consider doing what's best for myself and my family by moving if, this isn't something, but I wanted to offer you the opportunity first. And I think any employer would be super appreciative that you brought it to them yeah. um, versus just being like, I'm leaving I'm because, yeah. because I'm not getting benefits. Um, because so, so what we don't do often enough is give enough grace to the people in leadership in that they have a lot going on. So if they don't know that this is a concern because they're just that busy and don't have enough headspace to think about that stuff, you it, it's okay to bring them stuff. It's not, they can't re- read your mind. It's so. the same thing of, uh, you ever watched a movie where the biggest problem in the movie is that there's a misunderstanding because of communication problems. Yep. How frustrating that movie is to watch. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, just tell them how you feel. And then they like, they like end the conversation with like a long stare and walk away. And it's like, well, just say how you feel, <laughs> yes. you know? Um, yes. And I feel like a lot of problems can be solved in business by just having conversations and not just doing the like, I'm going to just keep it inside and make a dramatic movie out yep. of it. You know yeah. What I mean? Resentful. Um, yes, yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's, you really don't know how someone feels unless they say it. Yeah. But it's called being yeah. an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Sharing those things. Yep. Just open your mouth. Tell everyone <laughs> how you feel. Flab, 
flap your lips until the words come. Yeah. Here's um, your words. Here's your words. Yeah. Um, how, how would you approach that? Same? I, I'd uh, walk up to the office and go, poof, kick the door open and say, give me benefits. I'm leaving. That's how I do it. Oh, yeah. I bet. Um, no, I think similar. I think... Uh, I think I would also ask the other employees kind of how they feel. Get a temp for this. So I'm like, a. I also like, if I'm an employee, I kind of like feel like I need to like lead a charge, you know? <laughs> Sounds like you, so yes. I couldn't just walk in there and be like, I want benefits. I would talk to some other people and see the gauge and feel how they feel and go. So then you can we, say everybody wants benefits. Well, most of us or we feel like uh-huh. we would love some benefits. Yeah. Um, Specifically a foosball table. Yeah, foosball <laughs> is that table. what happened? Yeah. Yep. So I got the foosball table. Yeah. Secured. Yep. We we marched into his office. We're like, we're gonna go on strike if we don't get that foosball table. <laughs> Do you know how fast I'd buy that foosball table if that was the case? <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, done. Yeah. I'll give you three. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think I would make it more of a we thing. Yeah. Rather than I, because I think. Depends on who you work for. It might be yeah. a total jerk that you work for that's like, oh, well, you want benefits, but, you know, that's fine. We'll, we'll be okay with losing you to someone with benefits. But if it's like we, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, boy, you got to think about leverage, right? Yep. Yeah. Or coming in with data, right? So, yeah, you know, whether it's at just flat out water cooler talk and asking yeah. people. I've, I've asked... Eighty percent of our employees and sixty percent of those eighty are like that's a big deal to them and mm-hmm. like they're disgruntled about it. Yeah, I mean that's some math there. Yeah, but. or even looking at competitors and what they're offering and doing some of the work for that I, that person making that decision is helpful as well. Yeah, all right. Do the classic. I have another job offer. I oh, want to stay. Oh, wor- yeah. I want to stay working here. Oh, it happens all the time. Yeah. So how did not a not for my organization, of course. Oh but. wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually read that at Netflix, no matter if they're making money or losing money in the current climate, mm-hmm. they always hire at the top of the market. Oh, smart. Yeah. Meaning mm-hmm. that employees can't leave. To get paid offer. more mm-hmm. because they're already getting paid the best in the market. Mm-hmm. That's a, so there has to be another reason why someone wants to leave mm-hmm. other than just money. Yeah. Um, which well, is an interesting factoid that I never thought about. Um, and I think in turn, it's like your turnover isn't as high. Your retention is better. Yeah. Um, and therefore... You spend less money on hiring and and training and and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. I feel like Ben, you you finally. I feel like almost a little bit like you're always training in a sense yeah. here, but like I feel like your initial training is like finally over, right? Yeah. And that was maybe like a month ago or so. Yeah. So I'd say about that. Yeah, like two months damn near of just like on the job training mm-hmm. that. If you decide to leave, then like we got to go through that process again. And if that person isn't as good at it, retaining knowledge and learning, it could be three months that we lose, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, all that. Yep. And just to save like $5,000 a year or something. Yeah. like 
That's, no. So they calculated uh, the turnover cost and for like a $20 per hour employee, the turnover cost is like $13,000. So yeah. Jeez. So just pay them a little bit more. Um, and then it, that number goes up with a higher caliber employee. Right. Yeah. Um, so it is a real thing that needs to be yeah. considered is just paying them more. It is interesting uh, that Netflix did that. I didn't know that. And then trying to pair some like startup companies or nonprofits and stuff like they are at the bottom, right? They're paying as least as amount as possible. And part of the reason for that is, is because we don't know if this is going to work. You know, well, startup is usually it's four people and they all just have equity and they're making zero, salary. zero dollars, yeah. zero dollars. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then even, but small business too, until you have that proven and some history and stuff, it's, it's hard to say we're just going to, pay top of market until you have that reoccurring revenue to yes. sustain it. Cause you'd hate to do that. And three months later, Oh, just kidding guys. Yeah. And I, I think it's the money to pay you. If you're starting up, it's like just sacrificing a little bit of your own money. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that's really where the money comes from then. Yeah. You know, like to hire at the top yeah. of the market. Yeah. But Okay. I think when you're starting, you don't necessarily need to hire at the top of the market. You can hire somewhere in the middle and just like be a place that is a great place to work and be a good boss and mm -hmm. all that other stuff until you can afford to pay at the top of the market. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. We're in this weird time right now too, that, um, that top of the market is keep going up and shifting so rapidly. Well, that's what I was going to say is like, I don't even, I like we've looked around a little bit. It's mm -hmm. like, identifying what is the top of the market or the market. Mm -hmm. Like, do we base it off of, you know, where a lot Other. of you guys came from news stuff. Right. And it's like, well, that's not necessarily. Do you do it off similar. of like marketing companies? That yeah. Do video like, work? We're, we're in such a weird situation. It's tough to like yeah. figure that out. And all the like companies like us mm -hmm. are in New York and LA. And it's like, <laughs> well, of course they're going to get paid more there because it costs five times as much to live there. So yep. it's like, mm -hmm. do you divide it by five? You know, like, how do you figure that out? <laughs> right. I don't know. Exactly. But, uh, the money thing though is, so you said, you know, the classic coming into your office and I got another offer. So pay, either pay me more or I'm leaving kind of thing. The last three people that, are, that I place, and this is in the accounting field. So it's to them. They, when they said they were leaving, like gave their resignation or notice or whatever, the employer, the, their past, now past employer offered them more money and substantially like 10 plus percent more annually. And they all said no, because they didn't, the, the fit it was wasn't a culture right. Thing, it was a yeah. culture. So it kind of goes to show that. And the other study that I read was in these shifts that the the um, more men are leaving than women for f the financial reasons, and more women women are leaving for work life balance kind of thing. Is that a hardwired thing? So, I don't know if it's just like now because of what they've experienced in the last few years, like where the, the, I think the hardwired thing with the money, cause I think men put a lot of, um, personal value on what their salary is or their income is. And then, um, women, I think have that in a certain extent, but if they can't fulfill their duties as a wife and mother, then it changes their mindset on what financial means to them. Gotcha. 
Yeah, and I think that's like cavemen, right? Like when 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 we were cavemen and, and women, it was like mom, the mom take care of the baby, and dad goes make sure that the mom, the, the baby, yeah. they have something to eat over the fire that night. Uh -huh. yep. And I think that as we've evolved from cavemen and women, <laughs> um, there's obviously a less of that, and I think that that whole. Um, notion and thinking of that mom's got to run the household is like you just don't need that yeah. anymore. Like, yep. but uh, I think there is some hardwiring that if you go on a mass, take everyone in the United States, mm -hmm. there's gonna be a lean one way or the other because of the way that humans are hardwired from when we were cavemen and right. women, mm -hmm. yeah, right? How we were for many years, yeah, yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, that makes sense to me. And it really hasn't been that terribly long in the history of human race that the that women have been working. So yeah, it's no. I tell you what, no. though, like, um, I I I am enjoying watching our company evolve, like from when it was like me and Ryan, just like <laughs> boys' club type of thing, and then uh -huh. now that we've had you know Casey and Lakin and. Uh, Sarah and Macy now it's like I don't know it is also like I feel like you go from just like being dumb like guys whatever to mm -hmm. where it's like our culture and workplace is like more rounded out and yeah, a little like more respectful they've so. made us be better humans and vice versa and so I don't know I really enjoy it because like yeah when we started it was just like guys in the garage right and it's, just crap everywhere yeah and i think it's uh been really good for our company yeah it's like every you know the guys who are drinking in the garage mm -hmm. they always have they're always like they talk a big game right it's like uh, the wife said says i gotta come home like whatever but then she were to actually come over and poke her head in the garage be like you need to go home he'd be like okay I'll go home <laughs> yeah. that's a little bit how it is here like lakin when lakin gets like no, we're doing this. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. sounds good, Lincoln. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so I think it's a good balance. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, so to kind of wrap it up, mm -hmm. benefits. There are more benefits than just monetary benefits. Yes. Um, but I think you need both to run a long-term successful company. You mm -hmm. can't just go. You can't ride for 10 years and like, we're just a fun place to work. <laughs> no. Some point someone's going to be like, but I also need to pay for health insurance. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yes. So um, I think gauge where your company's at and or gauge where you're at as an employee. Mm -hmm. um, have the conversation with your employer before just leaving necessarily yes. for a different job that has benefits. Mm -hmm. um, gauge where your company's at. Feel out. Is this the right time? for you financially and or retention wise, cause save you a lot of money by not having turnover. Correct. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that was a good, it was uh, a good conversation about something that's terribly boring, terribly yeah. boring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Benefits are terribly boring, but it can mean a lot to the people that are involved. Yes. So don't neglect it no. necessarily. Yeah. So, all right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Raging Workaholics. We'll see you in the next one.